the I Am A podcast with Loretta and Bianca. Stories, advice and discussions to resource, encourage and support independent music artists. Hello and welcome once again to the I Am A podcast. Well, we have part two Uh, Talking about something that's sometimes tricky but necessary for independent artists, the topic of PR and promotion. Well, in this week's episode, we're going to be covering blogs and online press, how to write your own press release, getting on playlists, having a plan for your campaign, touring as PR and getting some early radio play. So get comfortable, sit back and enjoy. think about um having loads of sort of online blog features because when i released um no fit here we did get loads and loads and loads over 100 way over that of sort of features on blogs but i'm not sure how like how helpful those are Mm. what do you think i've been asked this before actually um like oh you know what does that do in terms of your success does it make you sell Mm. more or more Uh, music or be more known and actually if I'm honest I don't think it does but I do think it's worth it and here's Mm -hmm. why I think that it's really important a bit going back to what CK was saying it it needs to you need to be an artist and look like an artist and people need to be able to put your name into Google and see a load of articles come Mm -hmm. up and that, that might not sound like enough of a payoff but it really mm. is I don't want to be looking up an art and I can't find anything or your on articles them. like six years old or something exactly and you can sometimes get what you know some of these people who write these blogs are so passionate about music I know for yours mm. you got some write-ups where somebody had listened to every mm. single song yeah. and almost written a thesis yeah. on what they thought and, and when you hear somebody talking about your music like that not only is it you're like this is why I do music mm. but other people will read that yeah. and if just a few people read that and think god I, I need to listen to that mm. album that sounds amazing you know these are music lovers often yeah. who do this and they might not have have 50,000 followers they might only have 50 but you never know where they're going to be in the future and if they become a fan um, and then they do start playlisting or other things they're going to remember you so I think every connection of people who genuinely connect with you it's a bit like finding those 100 true fans is always worth it Um, I think it's so worth it to have an online presence out there in the online world Um, does it make you sell more maybe in the long 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 run but I don't think that's what you do it for yeah so I know that might sound a little counterproductive but I honestly think it's worth it I don't think it makes you a star overnight (laughs) yeah and so it's kind of understanding the different um areas you can go in with specially paid for PR or what these PR companies or individuals do so there can be the online strand which we're saying that and I agree that when somebody googles you googles you'll be great that actually there are other people talking about your release um on various different blogs um so there's that particular side of it then there's um playlisting and you can pay um pr for people to submit your songs um through the relationships that they have yes with these tastemakers and people who own these playlists they can submit your songs and there's not there's an opportunity there for your songs to um land on a big playlist where there's loads of people listening to it and you know they're therefore furthering your reach that way and that strand is good because um you can measure that one 
quite well mm-hmm. and also you are getting paid from that after it will filter through and that is that is income for you yeah whereas online blogs it's hard to measure that yes i mean um spotify is just something you have to do now mm. obviously having yours up there but um, there's a few ways that you could do that. obviously you can submit your own tracks now yeah um do you want to talk a bit about that yeah um i mean i'm a i'm going to do it with the next run of um singles but they're now spotify for artists are allowing you to submit new releases so it's really it seems quite easy actually you just submit your your music at least a week before um as early as you can so it gives it as much time as it can for these editors to review it but you submit your music um to these editors and um there's an opportunity there to land on some playlists and that's free so i think it just is a no-brainer for mm. going forward for everybody to do that yeah um and to and not feel be crappy they, it, yeah i'm sure they're going to be absolutely inundated but you absolutely yes. uh, could be added to some big playlists mm. that way but i think um as well as that it's really worth trying to identify either from online from twitter or instagram or other things people who are tastemakers and who are putting their own playlist together and contacting them and asking them if they would add it um if you've got any inside contacts who um curate lists because they're not always people who work at spotify they're sometimes Mm. people who spotify have asked to do playlists then getting it to them and again as early as possible is just all good stuff and i would say like way more than a week before if you can get your pre-links because then it means that they've got it in time to get it out on the day for you on some big list on the release day yeah absolutely and even you know while he's talking i was thinking about youtube and there are tastemakers on there who have channels and they find amazing music and they put a picture up or something and they they play the audio they make a video out of that and there are thousands tens of thousands some channels have hundreds of thousands and even millions of people who follow these channels because they want to hear new music and they love the person that is curating these channels so even going on a youtube sort of trawl and finding these people with maybe music that's similar to yours or even just take a punt and just send it anyway Mm. and there's a potential there for your music to be added to those things and that's like people more people listening to what you do and, Mm -hmm. and being able to find you so if you are going to be doing your own uh pr yourself then um one of the things you need to be able to do is to write a press release yeah so um you can like we said if you uh, work with a pr company or work with somebody else they will uh, do that for you but actually there is a technique and a way of doing it but it is fairly simple to do Mm -hmm. um and we actually did a video on this uh, not long ago on our youtube channel um on how to put a press release together um and because i get so many from working in in radio we thought we would break it down and and talk you through that so have a listen to this Hi, my name's Loretta Andrews. I'm a radio broadcaster. Um, I have been an artist in the past. Um, I'm a co-founder of IAMA and I also uh, help develop artists and manage artists. As well as working in artist development and management, um, my day job is also as a radio broadcaster. So over the years, I've received probably hundreds of press releases from emerging independent artists who want me to play their music on my radio show. So what do I look for? What uh, turns me on? What turns me off? Um, The first thing, of course, is the music. 
but you, the first thing you do when you receive a press release isn't automatically have the music playing. So of course, I'm gonna look at the press release. So it's important to know you've got a barrier to get through before somebody even clicks on your music. You may have the best single ever, but if you turn them off by your press release, they're not gonna click on that link. So the first thing I would say is to have a really catchy headline and not just the title of your single or project and artist name. That doesn't tell me anything about you. If you can, in the title, have a little bit about the genre of music and maybe a quirky fact or story that might be behind your project in particular, the song you're pushing or maybe the thing about you as an artist. The other thing I think is so important is for an artist to know what is their story for this particular product that I'm pushing. And every um, piece of music has a story, whether you realize it or not. And you might need to revisit your inspiration for what made you write that particular song or decide to put out that body of work in an EP or album. There will be a story there. Even if you think, well, I don't think that's really interesting to anyone else. That is actually the thing that's gonna make somebody even more invested in your music. Again, as I say, you may have the best single ever, but if you've also got a story, when I hit play in my radio show to play your latest single, I've also got something really interesting to say about you and to say about uh, your music. Not only does that make my radio show better, so for me as a, a DJ, I'm like, great, I've got something to some good content for my radio show. It also means the listener is gonna remember you as an artist and remember your music as well. So think about what is your story as an artist and what is the story of the particular product that you are pushing and make sure you get that in one line in the first paragraph of your press release. The rest of your press release should be introducing who you are as an artist, a little bit of background about you, your motivations, anything quirky again. Again, what is the story? What's the story about me? I'm not just another singer-songwriter with a guitarist. How am I gonna stand out from the other artists and the other press releases that may have landed in this person's inbox this day? I think it's a great idea to include a, a picture as well and make sure that picture is really um, picks your brand again. Everything in this press release needs to be helping me to build up a picture of who you are as an artist and what your sound is. So make sure that that picture uh, really conveys your brand in terms of your clothing, the type of shot it is, whether that's outdoors or indoors, if you've got any props in of that as well. A really small thing, but make sure that your press release is really easy to read. No tiny, tiny letters. We're so busy, I'm sorry, but we can't be bothered to enlarge that. Make sure it's really easy to read. If possible, make sure it's only one A4 sheet. Some DJs won't be bothered to scroll down. So if you thought, I'm gonna finish my press release with my best bit of information, they may not make it that far. That's why you wanna get it in your headline and in your first paragraph. Please, please, please don't forget to put your contact information and your links there. The amount of times I've received, uh, either sometimes still a CD, but often a message in my inbox. And then there's no other contact details and no links for me to point the listeners towards. If you enjoyed that, go and check them out on Facebook or on Twitter or their website. So make sure you put all the information where people can contact you and follow you as well. And just make sure it's clean and you should get some airplay. And of course, make sure your music is really, really good. So that was... Um Loretta there talking about press releases she I think she broke it down quite comprehensively um so I hope that was helpful but just just in summary you know 
writing that in that in in a clear and concise way hitting all those points is really important your imagery is really important getting the best photography you can um, and the largest file sizes and if you just get all these sorts of things ready you know before your release um it's another job that I, a PR company doesn't necessarily have to do um, and you're not necessarily paying somebody else for it. So it's worth sort of um, learning the art of writing a press release for your releases. Yep, and just have a go. You'll get better at it as you go along as well. Um, The next thing we wanted to talk about is scheduling. Um, It's really important to not just um, have your music, have your press release and just throw it out there randomly but really think about how you're going to have some kind of campaign and how you're going to roll that out Mm. Uh, that might be that you have a plan of releasing uh, two singles um, or three singles leading up to your EP and perhaps um, you may even have uh, visuals and video for that so you may even have um, an audio released one day and the following week you release the video Um, again the whole idea is to bring back to people um, knowing about your upcoming release of EP or album or something like that so you can spread things out as much as you you like but the whole idea is to have a structured journey that you're bringing your fans on to the ultimate place of being excited about your release and buying into that buying into you as an artist and buying into the EP so you really want to be looking you know way before you release to know exactly what dates you're going to be releasing what you're going to be doing in between and how you're going to how that might lead you to promote it and then of course once it's out there's also the whole thing of of tailing back to something so you can a few months afterwards um, create a challenge or something that is like a a throwback to it just reminding people that it's still out there because you don't just suddenly finish it's always your music's still going to be out there for people to discover but you might want to think about follow-up and how you're going to remind people and keep it fresh uh, in a way again that might be another video or a bonus track or um, some kind of um, vlog or something like that or just another creative way to tell people that it's still out there but again all of those things before you even start have in your mind when you want to do them so it's not just like you release one thing you're like oh what do I do next Mm. but you know what your next four five six moves are going to be yeah and I also think even just approaching um your especially your social media or even your mailing list the emails you're going to send out like scheduling that um for as long as you can like I'm guilty of not doing this so then you release your music and you have all these posts that you're going to put out and then you get tired of like doing that and then you're just I can't I just can't I just can't do this anymore and then you just you're silent for a very long time (laughs) um but I think it would be helpful to you know you have a plan for your career for the next 12 to 18 months also having Um, a promotional plan as well to go alongside that so at least you're thinking about it beforehand maybe you're collecting imagery and writing some captions in advance you can use things like Buffer and Hootsuite to even schedule things and just taking the weight off you in like a month two months three months time doing whilst you're in that mode of I'm about to release this I've got all these things to do and you've got that energy maybe putting that energy into um, engagement that you're gonna be having in months' time, and um, when your energy may be a bit more depleted. Um, so I, I'm gonna try and to do that as I <laughs> for my next releases, um, because I do get tired of that um, the output after a while. 
if I know I just have to press a button because I've done it before. Yeah. Boom. I think we've spoken about planning ahead a lot, but it really does. Yeah. You know, in those times when you've got the energy, doing the planning, then it, you're really going to thank yourself for yeah. it when it comes yeah. to it. Yeah, and even if it is, as I said, even if it is just imagery and, and photos or social media, then you can think about your captions or, you know, just roughly planning out your email as I'm going to write this one about this and mid-year I'm going to write that about that and just even have just rough plans. At least you're not starting from scratch. Just a quick reminder that we have a growing library of really useful videos on our YouTube page, including interviews with artists and music industry insiders sharing their experience and expertise. Search IMA on YouTube or visit our website www.iama.co.uk. So um, we wanted to go on to sort um face-to-face kind of promo because we we do talk a lot online is such a big thing but actually it's still important yeah and And one of the so powerful one of the most powerful things like is touring and actually getting out there with your music and it's not it's it's one of those things which is promotion without even seeing it as promotion because it's what you do and it's such a big and powerful way and it's an important 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 cog in in the whole design of getting out face to face reinterpreting your music um, and doing that regularly I think we can forget that you know for music lovers which all of us are um, you know we can love listening to music but if you have the opportunity if you know that your favourite artist is coming to your town like you'll do anything you can to get Mm. there because there's nothing like experiencing them live Um, and it's not just to hear the music live but it's to see them um, and that's such a powerful form of promotion seeing somebody live can sort of carry you through for a year until they come back so you don't even have to do a lot of touring but I think when you've got a, a release, when there's an online presence there and people are beginning to really get intrigued by you and the music, if there's then an opportunity for them to see you live, they're much more likely to come because you've done the groundwork. It's a brilliant way to finish off a campaign in, in terms of promoting a product and promoting yourself as an artist. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also engaging and meeting new fans and actually finding territories or areas where you you you're very surprised that actually these these people like my music and what I do and so it's another way of doing that where the online sort of things doesn't really work you can target Facebook adding or Facebook ads Instagram ads all those sorts of things to target different territories to see where people like what you do online but you can do that face to face you can go to you can do a UK tour go to some different cities I did that last year and was it last year that we did that yeah. Oh, yes, it was. No, it might not be now. Well, no, no, yeah. twenty seventeen. <laughs> um, yes, and now we 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 have the opportunity to revisit these places where I've made that initial connection and where it went so well. So, um, doing it face to face is a really really great way 
of engaging and even networking so when we think face to face it's not just gigging and touring and festivals and all that sorts of thing but it's also maybe going to other people's gigs and enjoying someone else's music and speaking to people in the in in the audience just like engaging not for promotion's sake but just to engage with other human beings and in that way you probably will people will ask you about what you do and you're making friends with you know or go to friends gigs and you really have friends there and been introduced to new people and just keeping that kind of freshness of approach in um, furthering your reach is important as well. Absolutely. Well, I was going to talk a little bit about radio now. Um, so I work in radio and I think, uh, like I said earlier, before it was very much a closed shop. And to be honest, it still is with the big stations. Mm. You you know, it, the, the years when you would send in your demo tape and then somebody would listen and play it on their radio show aren't there. But I think because the radio industry has realised that they could be missing some great talent, um, that's why things like Spotify have started and certainly that's why we've seen the emergence of things like BBC introducing mm. um, because they a they want to encourage new talent but also they realise they need new talent so mm. there's there's the machine that is sort of served up to them from the record labels who say play this artist and there's relationship there and I'm sure a lot of money involved as well but they also realise to reflect real music lovers and, and fans it's to find emerging artists as yeah. well so BBC Introducing is brilliant for that. Um, absolutely anybody can upload uh, to BBC Introducing. You can set up an account, upload some music um, for your city and area uh, in the UK. Uh, and it always all gets listened to. You'll get a notification to say that they've listened to it. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to play it, but they do listen to them all. But it's a very good way to get some early radio play because often, if your music's good, they will play you. They're, they're on your side. They're not trying to catch you out. They want to discover new, great artists. So if, you're, if your music's good, if it's excellent, it's likely that they will play it. And getting some early radio play there uh, is brilliant because you can build a relationship with their teams. Um, they're now begin beginning to have a lot more synergy across the BBC station. So artists who have performed at BBC Institution, they're nurturing them to sort of move them on in their careers when they have festivals and live events uh, and feeding them to the bigger stations as well. So they're creating opportunities there. As well as BBC Introducing, I would just recommend you um, checking out local radio stations and any stations that do shows for unsigned and independent artists there's a few of those there's a, a handbook called um, unsigned actually which has all labels and things like that but it also has every radio station that um, accepts submissions from independent artists so you can check that out um, on there's some great online radio stations that specialize in um, uh, independent musicians so amazing radio is one um, I've just forgotten. It's just I've just gone out of my head the name mm -hmm. of the other one, but Amazing Radio is a big one. Um, all of these can are just a Google search away yeah. to find them, and often they will have charts. So those that uh, fans are engaging with people who listen to these stations are people who want to discover new music, who are into emerging artists and want to find something that's a little bit different from what they're going to be hearing on mainstream radio so they often will really get behind you but they can um like i said they will um have a chart they'll help you um to promote yourself um if there's a real buzz around you then they're going to get behind you as well because that looks good on their part because mm -hmm. they've helped to discover you as well um radio they say is a dying industry i say working in radio mm -hmm. but i think it's always going to be
to be around in yeah. some it may move you know more and more online and internet stations but people love to listen to music in any way they can and radio stations like record labels are realizing they have to change the rules to be more inclusive to keep things fresh and otherwise they're just going people are just going to go elsewhere so because of that they are more and more open with these opportunities uh, for independent artists so it's actually quite a good time yeah. um to, to just be excellent and then get your music uh, to these people there is an opportunity there it's not uh, oh it's not really worth doing that people's careers really have started this way and do you get paid for a play no you don't well only in, in so much that if you register your music with PRS, yeah. then you'll get um, pay for airplay from PRS. Mm-hmm. Um, that's quite a contentious thing as well mm. about how it's all rated. But I mean, with um, BBC and state, all stations, to be honest, um, will um, will have a notification of when your music is played. So you should get paid. But yeah. it's, it's not... It'll be more of a trickle yeah, than a deluge, yeah, unless yeah. you're Adele or someone yeah, like that. But yeah, there there is there is money to be made. You'll get some money, and yeah. um, so yeah, that's and we'll do that in a whole other um, podcast. But mm. make sure you register your music with PRS and PPL. Very, 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 very important for independent artists if you want to make any money at all. Yes, or if you're listening abroad, whatever the royalty society is in your yes, territory, yeah. make sure you do that. It's like. It's an annoying job, but it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I think the main thing that we want to communicate is it's important. And actually to lean into your uniqueness um, and in your own creativity is probably the your way in to doing it in a way that makes you feel okay doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And just remembering that there's only one you. I think we, we've said it um, a lot, but finding out who you are as an artist is so important and then staying in your lane and just being you um, and that's probably your strongest way to be an artist but it's also your strongest way to do any of the things you need to do yeah. as an artist to do it in your way yes look at what other people are doing you might get some great ideas to borrow but feel free to adapt and do it in the way that's you Well, this episode and last episode, we've given you some broad overviews on PR and promotion and hopefully some helpful tips as well. But next week, we're going to get a whole lot more specific. So we have employed the help of some experts. Uh, Next episode, we will be speaking to Maddie and Alex from Burst Demo. If you haven't uh, found them yet on Instagram, do go and give them a follow. They are putting up some great content, great insider tips, real practical stuff to help you specifically with marketing, but also furthering your career as an independent artist there are special guests on the next episode they have some real gems of wisdom to share so make sure you don't miss it and don't forget to sign up to our mailing list where you'll receive a free 10-day guide especially designed to inspire and equip independent music artists with some really useful practical and inspirational resources sign up at www.ima.co.uk For more great content from IMA, find us on social media at We Are IMA. Check out our Spotify playlist for new music from independent artists. Search We Love Independent Music. <laughs>